You are now tuned in to the Wrestling Purists. But first, a word from our friends at the No Disqualifications Podcast. This is Adrian of the No Disqualifications Podcast. And, well, at our podcast, it's no rules, no filters, and of course, no disqualifications. We like to cover everything from the past, present, future, the weird, the macabre, the sensational. And trust me, at our podcast... There really are no rules. We try to make sure there's no filters. And there for damn sure is no disqualifications. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another Retro Review, courtesy of Your Wrestling Purist, alongside Jeff. My name is Ryan. And before we go Hollywood, uh, Jeff, what did you think about WrestleMania 38 this past weekend? Um, so as someone who hasn't watched the product a lot because it's been terrible and not that it's necessarily going to be amazing now because of so many current events that have happened. Um, I didn't think it was a bad, <clears throat> bad two night show. Um, it's WrestleMania as much as we love getting on it. It still has that. It still makes you feel like a little kid inside. Well, I'm just speaking for myself, I guess for me, um, yeah, I didn't think it was bad. It had your wrestling match matches. It had um, your entertainment. Well, obviously entertainment, but your entertainment, your outside entertainment. People was done. It, it matches were done tastefully. Um, you have Cody Rhodes coming back, you know, and people are all up in arms about that. You know, maybe we'll do a whole podcast on that one day. But for the most part, um, I thought it was good. I think really, uh, not that I'm anybody special, but. I think most of the booking decisions made sense, uh, you know, minus I think the tag match um, was a tag match. I can't remember. Well, one of them, I think we were like uh, kind of weird on, but I mean, outside of that, I don't think it was a bad show uh, at all. And as good as AEW or any other wrestling company, that's going to sprout through the weeds in between here and the rest of our lives. They'll never be as good as, WWE just on the spectacle of of everything you know how they how their pyro is how their lights are how the whole thing's mm-hmm. set up it's just something to be said as cool as they as all the 2017 AEW guys are I don't think AEW's filling up a 60 70 80 90 thousand dollar I mean a thousand you know seat arena or which no, is, they no. don't have they don't have to but I'm, I'm exactly just yeah no. yeah and i and i think and i think that's the thing where a lot of people are like oh wrestlemania was awful um you're right it really wasn't um you know everything from night one honestly outside of maybe the charlotte flair ronda rousey match you know was was at least passable I think the thing with Charlotte Flair, Ronda Rousey is, you know, I think they're making Ronda to be like this big badass, and she's not, and she can't cut promo, she can't work, and she's in there with the best women's wrestler in the world. That's that's the problem, Kyle. Is 
<laughs> I, you can get past all of those things, but when you see her, even to the untrained eye, when you see mm-hmm. her next to Charlotte, you're like, well, one of these things is not like the other. And that's, and, and I'm not knocking Rhonda. She's never going to be Charlotte, but boy, when she stacks up to her, it's, it just ain't it. And again, yeah. you, have, you have to watch WrestleMania through the va- through the eyes of it's not AEW. It's not, you aren't going to have five-star matches and <sighs> all that. You're just not because it, it is, I don't want to, I know it's not like I'm defending it, but I mean, it, it is entertainment mm-hmm. at this point. Like it's not wrestling anymore. Yeah. So if you, if you take it with that grain of salt, then, you know, it, it is what it is, I guess. Yeah. Um, uh, hoping quick recovery for Boogs. Um, I know he's a comedy guy, but um, I think the word was torn patella and torn quad. Um, mm. Just, just a bad break there. Um, I'm, I'm glad that didn't set the tone because we were watching it, and we were like, oh, the first, the first match out of the gate, and you've already got an injury. Yeah, it, it was a good sign, but um, yeah, yeah, um, I was impressed by Logan Paul. Um, I don't know if this is a work or a shoot, but um, it came out today that he did not uh, rehearse anything for his match at Mania. Okay, so to touch on that, I thought he was really good. And Mm -hmm. I said this, you know, amongst us, if you were not from this planet and you lived on the planet Mars and you flew down to watch your first ever WrestleMania wrestling you would think well, Dominic Mysterio looked like the the outsider compared to everybody else. <clears throat> I thought this guy, I thought he was great. His stuff looked real. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, compared to some people, when you have outsiders come in, they're actually, you know, they don't want to lay it in. No, he laid it in. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, he's athletic. His body looks good. I mean, he looked like the Miz and the Miz looked like him. There was no difference. And, 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 and like the way they look, you know, the way they were being presented you know, physically. Mm-hmm. Um, the Paul brothers have obviously been getting heat for a living. So he didn't have a problem getting heat, getting any heat at all. None. Uh, he seemed like a natural at that. So, yeah, I mean, if he wants to come in and wrestle and be a good wrestler, I mean, look at the Miz. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm sure there was a time where a bunch of people hated the Miz. Well, he's worked out, you know. Mm-hmm. Um. Supposedly he's signed to a long-term, well, not a long-term deal, but at least through SummerSlam is the rumor. So we'll see there. Um, Bianca Belair got her win back from SummerSlam. That was expected. Um, maybe got a bit concussed during the match. Definitely had that shiner on TV on Raw. Can I, can I speak on that for a second? Oh, you bet your bottom dollar you can. I think that's one of the best – women's matches i think i've seen in a long time and i don't mean it from a from a sense of like work rate and bell to bell and like Mm -hmm. they didn't necessarily like tear the house down now that's not what i'm saying what i'm saying is is that they to me and i'm a schmuck with a podcast but they look like they have good chemistry like brett and sean in the sense of I don't know. I, I I just got that vibe. Not that they hate each other, but I mean, <clears throat> everything looked real. Everything looked legit. Everything looked like it didn't look like they were trying to do anything. You know, now with this modern wrestling, you know, nobody was waiting, holding for a spot. Well, okay, well, let me run over here by the turnbuckle because I know I need to be here for this spot. <laughs> like, no, it just looked. Uh, and, and I mean, and that's, that's I'm I'm not gonna like every uh, every 
all wrestling platforms, not AEW and WWE, everybody. It just seemed like a really organic women's match. You know, mm-hmm. there wasn't a lot of false steps and I don't know. It, it, it just looked like two women competing and trying to win at all costs. It was just refreshing. And I mean, there've been better like, like head to head matches, like, yes, but I just thought it was really good. What, what say you, Con? Um, I agree. I would even go as far as to say as um, if we want to make this uh, comparison between WWE and AEW, uh, you look at, oh, I believe it was Revolution was the last, pay was the last AEW pay-per-view. Yeah. Um, so we look at that and you had Jade Cargill versus, versus Ty Conti. I thought it was okay. And then he had Britt Baker versus versus Thunder Rosa. I thought that was okay. Um, I would watch this match again before those. And I'm not a Bianca Belair person. Just um, I think the whole EST thing, it's a good gimmick. I just think that they don't build on it enough. And they just, and they just hope that, you know, what, what she's, either doing or not doing or you know what what have you is going to build that for you but it's not you know when you say you're the you know you're like the baddest and the strongest and then you lose in 30 seconds to becky lynch at SummerSlam, that kind of takes that away from you and yeah. even to go back further they were doing they were on those vignettes um where she was the fastest she was the strongest um, and then even her feud with Bailey, they had like the um, obstacle course or whatever. We need more of that stuff. If you're going to say she's like the fastest, the best, the strongest, like you need to portray that. <clears throat> and I think this match did a pretty decent job at showing it. Um, her promos still sound like uh, they were from 2K20, but um I think as far as raw potential goes, she's probably top three, four women in the whole WWE umbrella. Um, yeah, I, I just went into it, and again, through my eyes in the sense of is I don't watch their product anymore. So, you know, it could be just yeah. new to me. Well, not new to me, but fresh eyes. I don't know. I just went into it with no predisposed, you know, whatever. And to me, it was a, it was a, it was a really good match, Mm -hmm. a clean match from like, from a technique standpoint, I guess um, what I'm going for. Mm. And then we had Seth freaking Rollins and Cody Rhodes, which I thought was match of the night. Um, It was, you know, and people are going to be very divisive on Cody Rhodes now as he left you know, bounce around from Ring of Honor to the Indies to new to you know to New Japan, and then started AEW or was one of the founding members, and now he's back. Um, I know that's going to be a big brouhaha because of all the subtle jabs that he took at the E while he was with AEW. Um, but I but I think what's very important to remember is that this was weekly programming back in the mid to late nineties. This was every week. Thank and, you, Todd. And, and when and when you would get somebody bad, bad mouthing one or the other, and then 
weeks, maybe a month or two later, or even a year with some of those Time Warner contracts at the end of 2001 that had to expire. Um, even when we saw those guys come back to television, it wasn't like, oh, well, screw them because they took all these shots. And no, we like Hulk Hogan's the biggest one. He left yep. the F, stayed with WCW, took his shots while he was there. And then 2002, 2003-ish, um, came back and was a glorified hero. Like, yeah. like he was the man. But but now we look at Cody Rhodes and what he's doing so, you know, blasphemous and wrong and, you know, oh, well, well you, well, you we took shots at Triple H. Yeah, he took shots at a lot of people and at a lot of things and cut promos that were long-winded and not great. And not only did he win here, but then cut a hell of a promo last night on Raw. And he is the guy on Monday Night Raw. Yeah, you're right. In, in a world we live in now where Twitter and social media, nobody can be offended. Newsflash, everybody. Like you said, 20, 25 years ago, 30 years ago, this is what was going on like clockwork. And it's nothing. It's, it's, a, it's a part of professional wrestling. Mm-hmm. And if you really want to peel back the layers on this thing like an onion, listen, Cody, obviously I don't know Cody. I could be absolutely all wrong on this, but just, just, you know, listen, listen for a second. WWE is never going to look at him as they weren't going to look at him as a top guy. Mm-hmm. So what do you do? He left, went and started, not, not, not on his own, but he went and started this whole movement with AEW and everything else. And he had help from everybody else. And then he goes and gets himself over and then he goes back. And WWE doesn't have a choice, but to use him as a top guy at this point. Now, it's still WWE, so for how long, who knows? But if I had to take a guess, there's no way Cody Rhodes came back and didn't have any – because he's a businessman first. There's no way Cody Rhodes came back and didn't have, hey, I need to be heavyweight champ. There's no way. There's no way. There's no way he came back inside a contract where, they, where they're not going to put the belt on him, even if it's for one day. I don't mm-hmm. know. You know. Um, now, now yeah. on that note, it's funny because it came out today that – um, he has in this contract that he can go and do outside ventures away from WWE as well, um, which in the, in the WWE landscape, that's absolutely unheard of. <laughs> well, no, you know, you're right. And it's, it's one is he's so over. And I mean, over in the sense of just hot um, that WWE, WWE would have signed him for two. If, if he came was like, Hey, I'm going to work here. Uh, a month and then I'm you know I'm done they would have signed him anyway mm-hmm. just because they wanted to get that get back at you know he's the first to defect to back to WWE so I don't know it, it's 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 going to be it's going to be interesting now if it was me you go there for a year or two you do your thing and then you go back to AEW and you say hey you know F this place and it didn't mean nothing to me <laughs> and I'm a corporate guy and then then he's the biggest thing in wrestling again but I guess we'll we'll see. We'll also have to see how long he's he's gonna wrestle for because right now he's thirty six. Um, I I think there's still a lot of tread on the tires, especially with uh, the way that he works. I think that the WWE way of booking and working matches is going to elongate his career. 
I I don't think uh, with the with the way he was going, especially um, if I'm not mistaken, the last match he had was the ladder match with him with him and Sammy Guevara, and he's taken cutters off of the top of ladders and uh, just. You, you can't be doing stuff like that and get another three, four years out of your career. You're in WWE. You're going to at least get another two to three years at the very least. And even if you work the way you did against Rollins at, at Mania, that's still pretty safe. Like there wasn't anything over the top in that yeah. where you're going to be like, ooh, we might not see him on TV for a couple weeks. Yeah, well, I mean, again, he's not like some of those other guys, you know, the Daniels, the Punks, the, you know, the guys of those ilk that were on the Indies, Mm -hmm. Ring of Honor and CZW and all these little places where you go for a hot dog and a handshake. No, Cody's (laughs) always been a WWE guy. I mean, so, I mean, that's all he knows. He went to the Indies when he was done because it was fun, it was fresh, and it was cool to him, and then he, you know, needed to make a move, but yeah, I mean he's 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 always going to work safe. I mean, hell, he he could wrestle to his forty because again, he's not he doesn't. Yes, he took some bumps here in AEW, but minus those, I mean, he's never really been a. You know, he's not an indie guy. You know, he doesn't have years and years and years and years and years of. You know, poison ranas and tables, and he just doesn't. So, but we'll see. Yeah. Um, already talked about the Charlotte Flair match. Uh, right woman won there. And then the only thing I'll say about um, the main event of night one, which it was very obvious as to what that was going to be. It was the KO show and Austin was going to be on it. And we knew there was going to be some sort of brouhaha there, you know, some sort of scuffle. Um, <laughs> I didn't think Austin was going to take half of the bumps that he did. Honestly, he's taking suplexes on the freaking concrete. And, you know, I'm sure if he wanted to be like, hey, look, I'll come in. I'll, you know, do my normal you know, song and dance in the ring, stunner and leave. I'm sure they would have jumped for joy about it. Um, but with everything else thrown into that match and then the way that and the buildup for on KO side was it was it was all right. It was like oh, te- oh you know te- Texas sucks. <laughs> Listen, I've 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 seen blood blood feuds be started for less. Okay, yeah, but, I mean, I mean, but all in all, Austin was pretty dang dang impressive. Um, yeah, <laughs> um, he's never really been a guy. He's a great wrestler, he's, but he's never been a guy, a flippy guy, or just you know his game. He's a he's a he's a brawler. Um, when he was Son and Steve in WCW, I mean he was mm. he was he had some other offense and he was amazing there. So yeah, I mean I I it wasn't like oh man like I gotta watch Stone Cold an old Stone Cold labor out here and do no he did everything that Stone Cold would do. Again, we don't obviously don't know Stone Cold personally, but I'm sure he said, "Hell, if I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it. I'm going to take a crap. if this is my like last kind of hurrah." I, he took some bumps, you know, nothing mm-hmm. crazy, but I mean, you know, he took some bumps, and you know, it was I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it, like it, it, for the and even like we'll get. I guess we'll get into later with McMahon for the guys that are our age. This is kind of the last kind of send off. 
you know, so I, I, I enjoyed it because Vince is too old. Everybody else kind of from back in the day in air quotes is too old to something unless you're Goldberg apparently. Um, so again, like I said, I, I, I enjoyed it. Do I want to see this every week? No, you're not going to, but um, I enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, obviously I'm going to go out on a limb. Uh, Cody Rhodes, Seth Rollins, match of the, of night of night one, you'd say. Um, Either that or the women's match. I, I think the women's match. Mm. That's just me. Mm. Now, um, if you say Cody Rhodes, Seth Rollins, like, oh, yeah, obviously, but yeah, what I enjoy. Mm-hmm. Um, night two uh, started with the Raw tag title match. I think the biggest takeaway here, other than RK Bro retains, is we get Gable Stevenson in the ring, gives the business to Chad Gable after the match. Um, if you've never seen Gable Stevenson actually wrestle, He's incredibly gifted, and he seems like a guy on the surface. Um, just seeing him the couple of times we've seen him on television, just a guy that gets it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what say you? No, yeah, yeah. He looks uh, He looks the part. Um, I don't think they're going to do anything with him, but <laughs> uh, I hope it works out for him, you know? Yeah. Um, Bobby Lashley defeated Omos, and I Omos took a dump during this match because I didn't care about it. Um, match. It so this was essentially the vehicle to what happened on Raw last night, where Omos um, gets um, gets MVP as his mouthpiece. MVP turns on Lashley. Um, See, I okay. I think you do. I, I think you do that at WrestleMania. That would have been more impactful if you had an MVP like come down to the ring with with Bob. Well, and yeah, should have kind of yeah, um, kind of like Brock and the Big Show from like Survivor Series when Paul turned on Brock the first time. I yeah. think that would have been great. But yeah, yeah. WWE, WWE. not our company. Mm. Um. <laughs> The Anything Goes match, Johnny Knoxville defeats Sami Zayn. Didn't see that one coming. Um, I'm, a, I'm a big jackass guy. I grew up with it. Um, jackass Forever is pretty dang good, too. Uh, the new one it's, that's on Paramount+. Plus. If you like that type of stuff. Yeah, yeah. If you like it, if you don't, this match is absolutely horrible. Yeah. <laughs> you might as well just go make yourself a sandwich for 14 minutes and 25 seconds. Um but you got to see all of all of the jackass guys. You got to see everything. Uh, the finish got botched. Uh, it was a big mouse trap that was supposed to like keep Sami Zayn down. And they were pulling the uh, and Knox was pulling the little tab. And um, I don't know if it got stuck or the little trap doodad got stuck on Knoxville coming down. But um, yeah, it's fine. But hey, but shout out to Knoxville because. It didn't take him long to, to figure it out, though. You know, he pulled it. It didn't work. And then he kind of figured it out. You know, like it happened mm-hmm. like right then and there. It wasn't. Yeah. Uh, hats off to Knoxville for, for thinking, thinking quick on his feet. Um, then we had the Women's Tag Team Championship match. Then we had Ed versus AJ Styles. Okay. I joke. But 
this this whole women's tag team thing and i i know i get on women's tag team a lot like tag team wrestling a lot i it's i don't like it it's awful okay you had eight women in in this match okay half of them are probably above competent and then you have sasha banks who shouldn't even be in this spot because her original spot was supposed to be again charlotte flair on the on night one you know i didn't care about this at all and then um name sasha banks went oh okay that that means nothing i'm sorry it means absolutely nothing and get and guess what you still have Shayna basil losing you still have rhea ripley losing you still have natalia losing you push live live uh, live morgan there for like a month or two losing so what did you really accomplish by throwing eight women in one match yeah i didn't there wasn't anything special for me yeah um Edge defeats AJ Styles. I I actually thought that AJ was going to go over here. Um, but Edge has a new running mate now. It is Damian Priest. Um, I would say this is probably my most disappointing match of both nights of WrestleMania. Um, the match was good. The work rate was fine. Um, I just, there, there was just something missing. Like the grit... And the and like the attitude that you had building to to the match, and the match I don't think lived up to the build. That's yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Um, and you know what? I'm sure we're gonna get another one because um, AJ Styles gets distracted by Priest, and then Edge gets the win. So let's talk about what I think is. WWE being so WCW that it's absolutely sickening. Okay. And I know I'm going to be maybe in the minority on this one. Sheamus and Rich Holland going over the new day in a hundred seconds. So it's a minute and 40 seconds. Okay. So before the match, Oh, how did, how did we get here? Oh, a little bit of back and forth. Rich Holland putting Biggie on his neck again. They show this thing constantly. They show this. They show this biggie injury so much through weekly programming, and then before this, okay, they not only show him falling on his neck, he goes stiff. Then they show him getting stretchered out. Like they, they show it so much that you. Th- it's obviously not a work, but they show it so much you think it's a work. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, it's it's ah, it's ridiculous. Like uh, I guess, but I mean, listen, I'm not defending WWE, but obviously, this right, this match was to be on night one. Obviously, the times were messed up, and they so so they I guess they just put it on for the sake of putting it on. For I mean, I guess the guys, all the guys involved, the parties involved, would have said, "Hey, we'll do a two minute, three minute match compared to no match." I guess, but if you're doing that, then then you know, you're, you're, you're going to get what you're going to get. And shouldn't, shouldn't the new day be getting, getting back on Ridge Holland and whoever the hell Butch is. You would think at the show of shows, they would get their revenge. Um, but I guess not. And yeah. Um, and 
And I don't get this whole, like, Ridge Highland and Butch and this this whole, like, Newsy and it looked like the Newsies. Like, <laughs> it, it, I just I just don't get it. Like, um, um, Ridge Highland used to keep his name, but Pete Dunn doesn't. What world do we live in? Um, they may have had more time, though, had we had not gotten um, Pat McAfee, Austin Theory, and Vince McMahon. And I, I don't put this on the, on the first set of this. Um, Pat, uh, Pat McAfee goes over Austin Theory because, I mean, that was expected. Um, Pat McAfee pulled out some spots that he used in the Adam Cole match, which is fine. He's super athletic, which is fine. And then, so Vince McMahon takes off his jacket, gets in the ring. He's 76. Um, looks great for 76. Like, looks better than me, and I'm 32. Like, let's, 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 let's be real. Um, and then I guess there was a match because there was a referee and a bell and an ending bell. Um, Vince McMahon wins a match against Pat McAfee. Um, Pat McAfee said um, the next day on the Pat McAfee show that uh, he doesn't think that it was a sanctioned match. I don't know. Um, Hey, let me tell you. Okay. Pat Pat McAfee might be one of the best things going for WWE right now. And I know he's only on Fridays and he's on commentary, but he gets it i'd be hard pressed to tell you you're not wrong you really you're really not really not wrong yeah i mean this was listen it's obviously easy to bash but it's vince's company so vince is going to do like if i was 76 and i want to do this well guess what you guys could do i could tell you where you could kiss because it's my (laughs) company did it's my company damn it he's going to do what he wants to do so yeah and, and to be clear, we are the purists. Just because you should, just because you can, doesn't mean you should. Exactly. But if you own the company, who's stopping you? Just like I told um, one of our one of our buds, like it's his company. He can do whatever the hell he wants. Just like Tony yeah. Khan. Just like Tony Khan yeah. when he marked out for freaking Samoa Joe, uh, he can do whatever he wants. Does that mean I have to like it? No. Does that mean that you have to like it? No. But it's his company. He can do whatever he wants. And it doesn't matter if we like it or not. Enjoy them. Um, and then the main event, to nobody's surprise, Roman Reigns goes over Brock uh, by hook or by crook. He's got both titles and long live the bloodline. Um, so best match of the weekend um, is one that we didn't talk about here, but I talked about in the brief uh weekend review um it was at supercard of honor it was ftr and the briscoes um probably up for match of the year just fantastic work f ftr is a million bucks they're the best tag team in the world right now it's it's very close because i think what helps them is that the exposure that they're getting compared to what the briscoes are doing um, I think fair. based on exposure alone, you would have to say that FTR is one of the best tag teams in the world right now. Um, 
on the other hand, you've got, you know, the Briscoes who have been consistently doing it for the last 20 years. So, I, I mean, that's my match of the weekend. We watched a lot of wrestling. Um, what say you? What are your thoughts before we move on? Yeah, that, that's definitely match of the weekend. Um, and I agree with you. The Briscoes to me are the best, but we're talking about traveling and doing everything. It's time, you know, FTR deserves their due, so I'm not going to knock it for that. I also I also didn't like this card. I think Ring of Honor's Ooh. dead. Yeah, I think Ring of Honor. Yeah, I hate Ooh. to say it. I know as a hardcore, 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 and obviously things aren't going to be as good as they were once were in anything in your life. Um, and I don't want to sound uh, everything old is better than everything new because it's not. But I just didn't like this card. It didn't feel like Ring of Honor to me. It is it felt like, like AEW. Yeah, it felt like AEW, and the only match that the only match matches that mattered was Bandito and Gresham, and FTR and the Briscoes, and everything else kind of was just like I'm not hating on Suzuki, but should Suzuki have gone over Rhett Titus? No, <laughs> you know, you know what I'm saying. Like as much as I don't like Rhett, but like. And then, uh, and then Swerve, uh, who did he wrestle? Um, Alex Zane. At, yeah, Zane, and like that was weird and like botchy and AEW looking. Like, you know what I'm saying? I, I, mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. I, I just, <sighs> I don't know. I mean, I like what they did with Jay Lethal at the end because I'm a Lethal guy, I'm a Ring of yeah. Honor guy. But so what? So I, I kind of you watch more than me. So I assume he's been getting beat right on on AEW, and then, then uh, he's you lost put him here, and that. he's lost two okay, big okay. matches. And now you're trying to get him over this way, and that's fine. But I don't know. It just wasn't Ring of Honor. But I, I guess I should expect that because it's not Ring of Honor. It's AEW. Um, so hopefully in the future they'll figure it out. Um, I don't know. Did Joe have a dark match or something? Because he comes out in full gear and doesn't do anything, like tape and everything, like water and everything. Like, I, Listen, that I will defend because uh, that's the Samoa Joe look. I think the look fair. for him in Ring of Honor is iconic. I think him coming out in a suit, and I think you would have hated that more. I think because it's oh Samoa Joe wears a suit, uh, you know, like it's, so. I I thought it was fine, but I but I get what you're saying though. Like you're coming out in full gear. I was thinking, t- t- you know, whatever your brand new T-shirt is and jeans, ready to get busy. But I, I know I'm probably I'm splitting hairs and being a purist, but yeah, hot take. Ring Runner's dead, unfortunately. It's a sad day. <laughs> 